0: of our sermon series for this summer on your marks that's what we've been exploring linked with uh, the theme of the olympics and this week we're thinking of sticking to the team but i'm not going to give you a sermon uh, like normal don't all clap and cheer at once i'm not going to spoon feed it to you if you like so we're going to be doing it uh, rather differently the bible reading will follow the sermon Okay, so we're going to watch part of the, uh, the Bible reading and then we're going to hear some of it. And you'll discover why. Also, getting something out of the Bible today will involve some effort on your part. But I don't want it just to be about words. I don't want you to just think, well, I need to try to get something out of this. You'll see my aim for us is to be open to God, open to his presence with us through his word, meeting with us so that we can receive from him whatever he wants to give us today. Maybe he's started it already in our worship, or maybe he's hinted at it, whatever that is, we pray that uh, Jesus will be um, doing his work amongst us and in our lives too. And I'll explain more of how we can do that as I go along, but first I want to start with a modern-day parable. Listen. A business manager sat at her desk and wrote emails to all her clients. As she sent the emails, some were swallowed up by anti-spam software and never reached their destination. Some went into people's junk boxes and went completely unnoticed. Others went went into inboxes so packed that they were acknowledged but quickly forgotten. Still other emails went directly into inboxes where they were received and read and produced a quite staggering amount of sales and income for the business. Let those who have email receive, read, and respond So what does that parable say to you? What does it say to you? Anything? I mean don't all cry out at once. Anything at all? No what does it say to you, or does it just remind you of another parable? Yeah, but what does it say to you? And what thank you, Jenny And what does? What is God saying to you through that parable? How is God wanting to meet with you in his words and through his words today? Let's see, shall we? Let's ask a few probing questions. Are you open to God? Is your spiritual email operational? Is it up and running? Do you want your life to be like a receptive inbox Do you want it to be ready for all the amazing emails God wants to send you, open to all the life-changing things that God is going to open up for you? Do you and I want or even expect to receive things from God that will make a difference to life? Or do you expect to be told what to think, what to feel, and how to respond when it comes to following Jesus or responding to God? Are you part of this church community, or any, part, uh, or any church community for that matter, purely out of habit? Or do you see yourself as an important member of Jesus' team in this place? A team that God has promised he will help you to remain part of. Are we merely watching Team Jesus from the sidelines, or are we fully part of it? Are we more of a spectator in our church community, letting others do all the thinking and the engaging and the exploring? And do we just hitch a ride on the back of it? If any of that rings any bells with you, and I know it does with me, then let's see if something can be done about that today. If God might be doing something already and how things can change. the better. Let's hope and pray that through the parable that we're going to engage with that God will change our lives for the better. And to allow us to do that and to engage with the parable as the parables were intended for us to do that, I'm going to help us uh, to give a bit of background information on parables and to help us to know how we can engage with them for ourselves. Now if I'm telling you something you already know, then please excuse me, but I hope I'll at least be reminding you or will be giving something new to help you in the way that you engage with parables or indeed other passages of Scripture from the Bible. So how can we be open to what God wants to give us? Well Mark tells us that Jesus taught many things by parables. He used them as a tool and he used them a lot and Jesus was incredibly gifted at telling and using parables. Now a parable is a striking illustration or story using common everyday experience. Just like that parable uh, using email. It leaves those listening to work out for themselves what it's all about. It's likely to leave a stimulated or exhilarated or challenged, perhaps puzzled, scratching our heads, but it certainly won't spoon feed us with meaning and wisdom it contains. Now maybe we've lost the ability or never even had the ability to engage with parables. We're used to having the Bible explained to us. We're we're told what to think, aren't we? We engage with the parables Jesus told as if they're enlightening sections of the Bible That simply need unlocking for us by someone who's been given the key but perhaps we should learn to engage with parables as Jesus always intended us to do with an open mind and an open heart for what they're going to reveal to us of God what they're going to reveal to us of God because the same parable can have a different effect on different people. It stands to reason. Some of us will be left uh, feeling one way or thinking one way. Others will be feeling or thinking another. Some might have a flash of inspiration. Others might be left feeling quite bored or nonplussed by it all because, well, it's, it's saying something completely different to them. Parables, by their very nature, divide people because everyone as I say, responds differently. There's no one uniformed way to respond to parables. So how can we engage with them then? How can we interpret them for ourselves? Well, parables have been compared with political cartoons, the sorts you find in newspapers. Now the cartoon, often without words, contains a profound comment on current affairs. And at its best it might shock us into a new or fresh assessment of events or a change of political allegiance. They get us thinking. They might give us a bit of a prod and, and, and make us feel a bit ouch or awkward, or they might leave us feeling, yes, I really agree with that statement. So we're gonna look at one now. How about that? Okay. So Ryanair. If anybody's ever fl- flown with Ryanair, you'll you'll get the drift of this. That boarding is complete chaos, and the quicker you go about it, the better it is, for all concerned. So here it's saying that a lion's chasing them on board. Anything to speed up boarding, okay? But of course, getting something from that requires that we have some background information, doesn't it? That we need to know Ryanair. We need to know what Ryanair's like or to have heard about it. And we need to know what the whole boarding experience can be like. You can, you've got to have some kind of information. So you need to know uh, what's going on in the world. You need an understanding of, of the context and a willingness to think through the implications. And those who benefit come prepared, ready to receive. They come with an open mind and an open heart some respond well others don't and maybe that's one of the messages that we might find in today's parable that some people respond well to the message of god's love whilst others don't what we get out of the words of jesus depend on how we how prepared we are are we ready to receive do we come with an open mind and an open heart In other words is our computer on? Is Outlook or mail up and running? Is your inbox ready today? Are you waiting for the email uh, with the message of God's love? Being prepared is a key part of this. And so we're going to engage with the parable and we're going to hear it but first we're going to watch it and I encourage you to go with the flow, to resist the urge to feel that you need to be having the same experience as somebody else, okay? And if you hear about it afterwards and somebody says to you, oh, such and such a thing, that you still resist the urge to feel that you needed to have had that experience. That's not true. God will speak to each of us differently. So listen and watch, knowing that we all will have a different experience in it. But above all, I encourage you to come prepared to receive whatever God wants to give you to meet with god in whatever way that he wants to meet with you today and pray that that might be a life-changing experience and then after we've watched it and heard a little bit of uh, our bible reading today that cheryl's going to read for us tim's going to play some music quietly for five minutes or so and during that five minutes i want you to listen and to be open to god and I'm going to be doing that too. And some questions will appear on the screen and they'll move through gradually during that five-minute period. Just in case you want some prompts or some help or a little bit of uh, a guidance during uh, this time. But I want us to be open to hear and receive whatever God wants to give us. So firstly, we're going to watch the parable and then Cheryl will read to us.
1: The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like sown sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seeds sown among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, 30, 60, or even 100 times what was sown. Jesus, may what you have said to us today
0: and given to us today be received like seed in good soil, And may it take root, flourish, and produce great things for you. In your name we ask this. Amen. Now, of course, the the, uh, Gospels contain lots of Jesus' parables. So I encourage you, read some more and use what we've explored today as a tool to help you to receive more messages of God's love in your life. Just engage with them with an open mind and an open heart and see what God does in
1: through you and what he says to you. Amen.